What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to a very special very fun, very weird episode of Turn Out a Punk with the infamous Max Creeps. I have both members here with me on the show, which is PC Bullshit and Max Blastic. Uh, this is a band that I was, you know, unfortunately not as aware as I should have been of prior to a series of tweets going out a few months ago from various legends and punk and music in general, uh, lamenting the breakup of the Max Creeps, and including Joey Shithead, who said that they were the first punk band in Seattle. And, of course, you know, this sent me into a bit of a tizzy having to research this band, and lo and behold, they are not in any of my punk books, and they have been completely written out of the history of rock and roll. And you will hear why in a second or why they, they claim they were written out of the history of rock and roll. Uh, this is a very, as I say, interesting, fun conversation with uh, a couple of people that have uh, seen it all, seen it all. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, they have a brand new album coming out, their first album coming out, Nine, which will be in stores on May 13th. Uh, they have a new song dropping today as of this episode coming out called The Internet Killed Me. And you can check that out. Uh, we'll have a link in the description of this episode. Uh, as I say, this is a, a a very interesting conversation. If you pay close attention, you're going to hear a lot of actual really interesting history of Seattle music. And we touch on a lot of cool stuff in this one with some uh, very interesting characters. Uh, let's leave it at that for now. All right. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Max Creeps on Turned Out a Punk. How's it going? Max Whoa. Creeps. Oh, I, uh, oh. You're muted. I don't no. think I'm muted. No, no, I, I, I can't see myself. What? I want to be muted. <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Well, that's good. Can you see me? I can see you, but I can't see myself. No, if you go to the bottom, there's that little camera 
at the bottom shape, right beside the microphone, uh, and you click on that. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm there. I see that now, yes. All right, how are you doing? Excellent. Amazing to talk with the legend. Hmm. Yeah, just getting the, just getting my, uh, my bearings here. Where am I? Is it? Oh yeah, I got. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Ah, good now. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, I guess I got to start off with uh, the question I always ask people when they come on here, which is, how did you first come across? punk being let you kind of predate punk and are one of the bands that sort of kickstart this whole thing i want to know what your associations with the word are first oh, well you know when we first started like punk uh, uh you know you know i know i know yeah yeah i know i know you know uh it was sort of assigned Somebody assigned it to that what we were doing, um, which I suppose, in hindsight, was not uh, was not all wrong. Um, you know, uh, we were just tired of the status quo. We weren't tired of status quo the band, but status quo of you know the good uh mellow music that uh permeated the musical charts at the time oh i now, think we have your your bandmate running in right now oh is he is he dialing it up he's dialing in oh we can edit this in. all together at the end so don't worry this will flow like a normal conversation I, 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 one thing i learned in this business is don't worry if if you don't have to there's no reason to worry Hey man! <laughs> I haven't seen you for in for this like... business. Yeah. Uh, what I've learned in this business. Yeah. It's just to tell everybody to fuck off. <laughs> well, that's you know that's those are the words to the wise, you know. And if you are wise, you will fuck right off. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I actually should really start off by getting you both to introduce yourselves because I think our audience should be acquainted. But one thing about the Max Creeps is your your legend hasn't spread nearly as far as it deservedly should. So can we start off by both of you introducing yourselves, please? Okay, I'll, I'll take that lead. My name is Max Blastic. Um, I am in the Max Creeps and, and have been for... Uh, uh, many, many years, we, uh, uh, to say our musical career was a bit rocky would be an understatement, but, uh, but, uh, we finally have finished our second album. Oh, oh, my name is Max Blastic. That's a, to give you the short, uh, the short thing. I'll turn it over to, uh, that's to kind of a long years. answer. <laughs> Yeah, well, you've never been one to complain, never one not to complain about my answers. So uh, it's your turn now. There you go. Here. I, I, I'm, I'm PC bullshit. Uh, I play guitar. I sometimes play drums. Uh, we've had this band for decades. Uh, we've had the highs, the lows, the mountaintops, 
the, the deepest valleys. Uh, yeah. Played some of the best shows you've ever been to and experienced. Uh, we're not included on many others, like the US Festival. Can we start there? Let's we can definitely the, start there. Let's start with the US Festival. Um, and I guess, yeah, we could talk a lot about that because we weren't included on it. <laughs> I watched it on TV, some of it. That was like uh, uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, right? Well, there's, there's a legendary sort of Clash performance and the Van Halen performance, which people, uh, you know, look back upon as being sort of fond memories of that festival, I guess. Yeah, my my fond, fondless memories are... Um, not not being invited and not going to it and uh, not paying. That, that was right in our recovery phase. You know what happened? Uh, your name is what is what is your name, sir? I'm Damien. 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 Yes. Damien. You PC bullshit. Right? I'm PC bullshit. Damien, I may have met you at a different time. We have hung out with you quite a bit <laughs> at a different time, correct? Were, were, were you guys at the yes. US? Were you guys at the US Festival? Sadly, Where? I was not. But I, I think I've, I've punished you before, PC bullshit, because to me, your band, much like the legendary Dogs from Detroit, are a band that was always there just before the explosion happened. And because you're a band that kind of is instrumental in causing this explosion, I think. You know, be it in in the UK when you guys first meet on stage during the David Bowie, the famous last Ziggy Stardust show, or going back to Seattle when you're there just before punk kind of hits, to going to LA just before the mass scene kind of explodes into whatever it becomes. You guys are always there just at the wrong time, the right place, but just a little too early. Someone should make a movie about that. I think I think it would be you know right place wrong time. Oh, I think no got... no no no. See we'd turn it around. It'd be wrong place wrong time. <laughs> That's true. Well, uh, I don't know. I think as a fan of music, I wanted to ask you like, so you guys are both born in Seattle, but weirdly meet in the UK. What were you guys into prior to going to the UK and meeting each other music wise? Oh, uh, my parents took us there. Uh, for holiday you stayed you stayed you stayed i i snuck along with his family they didn't know i wore a disguise as a dog Maybe you were a family dog i was the family dog holy s on a stick of grass Somehow, I, I, we, somehow we both met in London. You know, the David Bowie show, we heard it was going to be the last Ziggy Stardust show. We didn't know that and at the time. We just, I don't even know how we got to that show now that I think about it, because my parents, uh, for some reason, just abandoned us uh, and the dog, the family dog, um, and we had to find our own way back, but but uh, uh, I remember like looking around outside the 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 show because we knew that there was something exciting going on there, and uh, and the, out in the dumpster there was some cool stuff. So I was digging through that with the dog, 
and uh, and the, the stage door was open, so we just wandered in, uh, and and the, we were backstage. I believe there's even a photo, if you can imagine that, of us backstage at that show, um, and uh, 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 and it was at that show that uh, that uh, that uh, that PC appeared and the dog disappeared. Something that's never been mentioned: Steve Jones was also at that show. Wow. That's wild. A very young Steve Jones, too. Yes. And uh, he saw kind of the things that Max and I were wearing. You know, uh, we had some safety pin, you know, together shirts. It wasn't fashion. It was just what we had. We were on our last clothes. Oh, PC had a, a, a very nice dog collar on, of course, because that's uh, up until that point. We thought he was the family dog, but clearly that uh, that was about to change. So the Us Festival, let's get back to that. You mentioned the Clash, Fina. So flash forward. Max and I, we form our band. We write our songs on a cattle boat back from London to Seattle. We get down to the mask. Somebody tells us to go there. We explode at the mask. You say wrong time, wrong place. But if we exploded there and were touted by the finest of Hollywood, Charo, Paul Lind, Rip Torn, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Uh, you know, uh, touted, we were, uh, we were, you know, given drugs and alcohol, which was fine with us. We were plied with we were drugs. Plied. Drugs, alcohol. People wanted to be near us. Women wanted to be with us. Men wanted to be us. And they all gave be us. Be us? What does that word mean? I don't know. Well, I think I think be us in the sense that like you know, like you're saying, like once you guys go to rehab, that's when it really explodes. Like when Alice Bag was on the podcast, she talked about how there were 100 punks back in the original Mass days. So, you know, you guys were the toast of that town, but it's still so small at that point. Like, that's it correct. seems like when you guys were in rehab, that's when it really explodes. And that's when you start having those giant shows at the uh, Olympic Auditorium and places like that. Santa Monica Civic. Exactly. All these bands playing our songs. We get off, we see the, the us, but we're in for three years. Nobody goes there for three years. The man was trying to keep us down. Somebody was trying to keep us in there. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, uh, kind of lost track of things. Because the fact that there's no, the bar there sucks. There's nothing, there's nothing good about it. Nobody uh, was touting, touting us. No, and no, nobody, nobody plays cool jams. Nobody plays anything. There's no guitars. There's no drums. But there there was this room and it's called the room to make you forget when you start feeling bad about being in the uh bfc as we ended up calling it kind of as a covert uh code word the the room to make you forget they 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 put Damian, something like this use, on you you can use bfc if you want to Damian, okay, yeah, okay. BFC. um and uh just remember you start complaining about the peas and carrots all you get to eat there but uh and some steamed chicken i remember that too they put on a thing on your head like this like this thing very much here it's a trigger warning and and they put you in this room 
and uh, they turn out the lights and and uh, you get a little headache and then you come out and you don't remember anything anymore and uh they're trying to make us forget our songs because they're in cahoots with with the the powers of the of the scene and they didn't want anyone to know they didn't want us to know they wanted us to forget the songs um but but we didn't see that's the thing we still remembered those songs so we know the 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 bits and pieces of the whole songs and the partial songs that were uh, 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 people said they were doing a tribute to us, but uh, they actually took them all, uh, and uh, they tried to make us forget, etc., etc. Yeah, well, it brings up an interesting point, which I wanted to talk to you about. Like, if you look at, you're not the only band from that first wave of Seattle punk that you know is widely influential and kind of under acknowledged. Like, it's amazing, like the whiz kids are kind of credited now by a lot of people as being one of the first proto-punk bands whether or not they were a band seems to be debated by a lot of people but i was wondering did you have any interaction with them before you moved to la because you would have been sort of contemporaries once you came back from london max would have been yeah i stumbled into z whiz kids uh and what they were doing was a bit of z cabaret and uh uh you know to me somebody should have bought him a distortion pedal <laughs> yeah. uh and uh you know maybe bought, bought him a, a a marshall stack so you know they they could have used a little uh, uh marshall full crank i think is what is what they were lacking to take him to the next level. <clears throat> otherwise, otherwise, they're uh, you know they were they were a, a great troop. 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 Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. a great yeah. troop, but they they lacked uh, what what they lacked to be you know contenders with the Max Creeps is full Marshall crank. Were you guys present at the TNT show because that's kind of heralded as being the first sort of like punk show in seattle and i've always wondered why you're not listed on those flyers you know, well, we were, see there's again and that was the that show was a tip of the hat to max creeps because the night before that show the night before that show we had our own show and it was the tnt show oh. and uh it was it was full marshall crank it was um, at the uh, at the IOGT Hall, and it was the TNT show, and uh, and you know some uh, I'm not going to say bombs, but uh, some uh, dynamite was blown up. That's why it was the TNT show. And so the next day we're driving around, and here's the TNT show. It's like, well, come on, you guys, you, you know. And you didn't ask us to be on the TMT show. Why? Because you're afraid of the TNT show. But, you know, stuff like that, you could call it coincidence. All, all the time. time. All the time. Somebody, you know, changes one letter of something we're doing and uh, it happens and then it's, then it's influential. But, you know, we did our best. It also seems at a certain point, there's like all the sort of first first wave of Seattle punk kind of moves almost on mass. 
um, where you have like the lewd going to San Francisco, Tupperware is going to Los Angeles and yourselves going to Los Angeles. Was there, was that sort of like a, a you know, a, a, you know, why'd you need to leave Seattle? Do you think? The PC maybe, maybe, maybe you can explain that better. Uh, not proud of this. Uh, I got into a little bit of car thievery, uh, ending up with a high speed chase, uh, ended up with me getting out of the car and running and being chased by Mike, the dog from the cop car. I jumped a couple fences, ran a few blocks, jumped a couple more fences, Ran a few more blocks, got to Max's house. I said, I think it's time to leave, Max. It's time to go. And I was like, look, I got I got stuff to do. I, I don't it's have time to go. I don't have time for, you know, you know, randomly pack it up and leave. But we did. You know, PC's my buddy. He, you know, it's like, well, okay, if we need to go, we need to go. And so we go. We weren't in Seattle very long after getting back from uh, the, uh, the 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 cattle, but we had our our, our legal pads and our sharpies. And, and just we, as caught, you know, I was only borrowing cars. I wasn't. You weren't stealing. Them. Yeah, just borrow. Oh. Yeah. Just to be clear about that. Yeah. I, I get that. A, you just need a car if you don't have the money to go to Hertz rent a car what do you go do if you need a car you need a car so you go uh yeah our our move to la and the mask uh, bring up the tupperwares and the lewd that was much later you know trash can baby i mean that is the max creep song from 1975. yeah except it was called trash can maybe yeah is where we're going to end up um, you know, so there again, they change change one letter. Well, maybe two letters. Yeah, I forget how, how does how does maybe how do you how does that get spelled? Maybe M- maybe M A B E Y or M A B Y M A B E Y M A B E Yeah M A B E Yeah right maybe <laughs> I wow. got the single I can check the single. <laughs> Yeah, M A B E Y, M A B Y. We spelled it M A B Y. Trash can M A B Y maybe, oh, and they okay. change it to trash can baby. Uh, and at that point, I, 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 my interest was was over in the lewd, because there's another one of our songs appropriated, and you know it's okay. Same story as always. Sex Pistols, Bodies, that was our song called Limbs. Uh, really? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, let's go. Let's stiff little fingers. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? So where did you guys record? Gotta get a lay. We were young men. We were young men on the prowl. Yeah, gotta get laid. Get out of get out of BFC. Gotta, gotta get away. What are you guys even talking about? Get away from what? Oh, I thought it was gotta gotta get laid. That was our song. Yeah. 
Oh, stiff little fingers. Right, right, right. You remember that one? I mean, we could go down the line here. We could go down the line. If you want to go band by band, we could do that. But I don't, you know, now it's time to celebrate what Max creates, what we've done. We've got through our ups and downs, our peaks and our valleys. Yeah, talking about some of this old days, it kind of gives me trigger warnings. Uh-oh. Yeah. It gives it gives me a case of the trigger warnings. And I might just go off for no reason. <laughs> okay, well, we'll try and avoid those uh, those uh, set-off points. From we'll, we'll try and keep you at uh, a reasonable level from snapping. Don't uh, go off uh, for no uh, reason. He might just go off for no reason. That was one of our songs, Going Off for No Reason. Uh, somebody else took that too. They made a song out of it, but uh, you know. Yeah. Well, so you said you so as you were saying. Did you get to get a chance to go back to Seattle and see, like, once the scene did take off, or is that during your stint in rehab that everything starts happening with, you know, like the the fastbacks and the silly killers and kind of that next wave of bands that kind of like you know post lewd kind of era of bands. I mean. Listen, we were in the VFC, writing songs still. Stealing DOA from the Northwest, writes a song called The Prisoner. That's our song from the VFC. Kind of starts there. We had the subhumans, the pointed sticks. Then you get the cheaters down in Seattle. You get the, you get the enemy. You get the fastbacks, you get the veins, the silly killers. Ed, Eddie, from the, Eddie from the silly killers kind of took everything from, uh, I gotta say, for me, I, I, I hate to pat my own back. Uh, but knife manual, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, like, you know, it's amazing because I'm, I'm sitting here. You know, and I've got these books, you know, and I've read them backwards and forwards. And it's 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 tragic how you're omitted from these histories right here. You know, like these histories Who of Seattle. That book? Who wrote that book? Um, Mark Yarm. Yeah, and, Mark and Yarm. Greg pa- uh, Prado wrote the oh, other one. He's, a, he's everywhere, that Greg Prado. <laughs> was that punk? Was he there? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. It's an oral history. So it, it's, they just interview a bunch of people, but even they're omitting you guys, you know, like it feels wait, wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, hold on a second. It's an oral history, but it's a book. Do explain. They, they take sound bites from people. And so I guess they might be editing parts of their conversations where you're being omitted. Like it plays in your conspiracy argument yeah. about your band, about how you've been suppressed from these history books. But a book can't be a sound, or can it? Is there something I missed out on in the last? I, I guess years? oral oral history type thing. So it's like it's not someone actually writing it first; it's spoken first, and then oh. printed oh, it's verbatim. Like, it's like taking spoken word and changing it into book form, transcribing it exactly. Exactly. I don't know that. I don't know that word, but but <laughs> taking talking and putting it in book. Yeah, exactly. Taking them words and putting them into the other into, words. In book. Into book. Into book. Into book. Okay, okay. That, that I can, I can dig. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for helping. I was like, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather see the movie if they're talking already. Right, right. Or, or like uh, iPhone. Uh, uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, iPhone yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but but I, I I I have sometimes I have a problem with books, but uh, well, we'll talk about that uh, later. Another time we can have that another another, yeah, another yeah. conversation. Yeah. What what was it like though when you did get out of the BFC? Like where did you kind of go with the band? Because like you're in there for three years, but like you know, but by the time you get out, there is sort of this underground explosion that is happening all across America that leads into you know, like uh, an alternative explosion later on, but like, you know, this sound that you guys kind of foster has spread. Yeah, yeah, and when we got out of the clinic, the BFC, we spent a little bit of time on the street corner outside the BFC, because we didn't know all we knew. I mean, we, sometimes when you were sent into that room and that makes you forget. And uh, uh, so we didn't really, we kind of lacked any skills. You got to realize we were used to being touted, which meant people would pick you up in cars, take you to Charo's house for a party, you know, uh, fetch you with dinners. Yeah. And Ephraim, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr., in fact, was a fantastic chef. And a driver. He was a great driver. A wonderful, steady driver. So we get out of the BFC. He smelled very nice as well. So he was quite quite a lovely gentleman. Yeah. Uh, Nobody pick us up or uh, no, we BFC. Were, so we did actually, when he said we were on the street corner. We were changed. We were on the street corner for, what, how many days? I, I don't remember. My brain... They used uh, that thing called the brain eraser, right. uh, and oh, it's, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to help you re uh, commingle with society. So they say. Uh, for me, it just made me black out for twenty days, thirty days, yeah. two weeks, three weeks, four yeah. weeks. Uh, so that there's a stretch that I don't remember. Well, we get we get back to Hollywood. From the VFC. You know, we go into a record store. We see all these new, like, there's a lot of colors on these records and a lot of, oh, look at these, uh, look at these words cut up out of newspaper and stuff. What is this crazy thing? Somebody put on some record there at the record store. We're like, that's our song. What's this band? Sex Pistols. Next record, The Clash. Those are our song. Who's this been? The Clash. The Germs. They put on the new singles called No God. That was our riff from the mask. Lo and behold, we come to find out many bootleg cassette and reel-to-reel tapes were made from our mask shows. 52 sold-out nights to mask. Lines around the block. I'll have you know. A whole scene was born out of those shows between the time we played those shows and the three years we were in the VFC, and they called it punk rock. We we called it before that. What do we call it? Cranked up the Marshalls rock. We, we, we just we just trying for rock. full Marshall crank. Marshall crank. Full Marshall crank. crank. Yeah. Yeah. Which so which. Yeah. Well, you know, and I could see why punk kind of caught on. It's a little snappier, it's shorter than for full Marshall Crank music, but full Marshall Crank music really does describe the power of this stuff. And 
Our thugs weren't very long. If I remember back, that's a long time ago. I remember back in the day that, you know, if a song got to two minutes, we'd be like, let's shave a little of this off because we can't be. We can't what are be we, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer here? Yeah, we, what are we getting to be Emerson, Lake, and Palmer uh, from the Us Festival? No, not the Us Festival. Uh, Emer- but Emerson Lake and and uh, and uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know, I've I've always been fascinated about where it comes from. You know, like I, I talked to Mark Mothersbaugh one time. And he said that like Devo, he was inspired to do Devo by one uh, synth note uh, or synth chord on a Roxy Music record. And so, what inspired the Max Creeps to kind of invent this? sonic because you're kind of doing it almost as contemporaries to the stooges like it wouldn't have been the stooges i imagine we we liked what was that one record there was no it was just a picture of the guy on the cover uh and he's holding uh, uh, the stooges yeah 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 yeah. what was that record was Was it it raw power yeah that's the one we liked that record. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was one that we had. And the difference between that, the witch, mm. the witch, a big Northwest hit. We yeah, little kids. Yeah, yeah. The she's, witch. She's the actually witch. Actually, thought it was a witch on a green. She had long black hair and a big black heart. Well, I guess the, the Sonics and the Whalers, like there is that Pacific Northwest tradition, and Jimi Hendrix, of course, too, of like heavy aggressive guitar music which you're tapping into oh and, and i'm just just to clarify just to, to to color something up the, the witch i remember that record i thought that was i thought it was i thought the song was by the witch i remember the the 45 the little record the big hole it said the witch on there so so we thought it was, we thought this, the, 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 that it was actually made by a witch. And, <laughs> you know, and, and, and uh, so it was even scary. That was pretty scary to think that a witch would make a record. And uh, the song was called Sonics or something like that, which, you know, also a cool song title. We had a song called The Sonics, uh, but uh, we, of course we weren't witches. So ours was a little different, but, uh, little but different. I, Remember, yeah, we were really impressed that a song was made by the witch. Mick Ronson told us there that night at the Hammersmith, you guys are on to something. You know? Yeah, that's a pretty pretty big stamp of approval to get. Well, we knew we were on to something. We were like, yeah, yeah, Mick. We know. And we got on the cattle vote. In the sounds of the cattle vote, the engine sounds, the grating noises, the the uh the cows you know noises from their not only their front mouth but their back mouth a lot of different sounds and inputs went into the witch what was that band called the guy with the front oh iggy iggy yeah we didn't know because the record we had didn't say anything on the front had nothing it was just there was there's just a guy on it uh and we thought that guy was pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, and we liked that record a lot. But uh, thank you for reminding me what, what, who it was. 
it was by, but are you sure that one record wasn't by the witch? Well, I think I've always heard of this, the Sonics, but maybe yeah, I'm, the I'm Sonics, that was, I always thought that was the song and the, the record, the, the, the singer was the witch. But it, I, got a really big influence on us. All, all those details are not so important. No, you know, they're not so important as, as just uh, what we did and what we came up with and uh, what the folks at Betty Ford tried to uh, just sort of sweep under the sweep under the carpet. And just more importantly, Damien, how is this now going to influence you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, not you again. Oh! Ah! There's you. I I fell asleep for a second there, and I woke up, and there was you. No, Why? <laughs> Why is it always you? Why? Why is it always you? Uh, I was. What was it like though in Los Angeles when all the next sort of wave stuff starts happening in terms of like hardcore, in terms of the Sunset Strip? Like, where did Max Creeps fit into that side of Los Angeles? Like, you know, it's a very violent place in a lot of ways. It's also, you know, a place with a, a lot of a lot of bands exploding, getting really popular. Like, where did you guys kind of fit into that ecosystem? Well, did you ever, did you ever in your life ever feel like you had been? trivialized marginalized written off in like you're talking about a book earlier with the main part of the writing and the the letters here and then there's a little blank on the side and then somebody writes something in the library book on the side that's what we felt like mm -hmm. uh, marginalized mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like we were written in somebody's copy of the book not in the regular printed part, but off to the side in like a uh, 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 pencil or a pen. Yeah. That's yeah. how that's how I felt. I felt. I felt the pressure from, uh, you know, every, to, you know, new street gang. There'd be some gang, like a group. They'd want us to join their gang. We were, you know, like, uh, we're like, gangs, that's not, you guys are calling this punk rock. We're like, that's not punk rock. Or, you know, this is not fucking Max Marshall fucking rock either. And then we had Daryl, Chief Daryl Gates breathing down our backs, the LA fuck, you know, PD. And uh, we were being marginalized musically, although everybody was playing the music we invented. We were in many lawsuits. Can't talk too much about those. Still are. Still pending, still pending. Pending, yeah. Uh, hundreds of dollars. Let me just say this. Hundreds of dollars of royalties that are due to us. Hundreds. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are on the line for the last, how long? Since 1979. We, we though always say on this show that success can't be measured necessarily in financial terms. And it's much better if you measure it in terms of influence because... The reality is, like, look at all the ripples you caused, you know, and it's still going, and the influence is still there. You know there. what we could do with hundreds of dollars? Uh, yeah, I know. I don't mean to trivialize hundreds of we dollars. We could get a van. <laughs> yes. We could get a PA. I think they're more expensive now, to be honest. I think hundreds of dollars might not get you. We might be able to rent a van and rent a PA. But I think, yeah. uh, you, you know, I think, I think, uh, 
Nobody will write to us. Hey, well, maybe you're onto something there, Mr. Man. Maybe can you help us? I I would love to one day play a show with you. Do you have a band? Do you have have a a band? No, yeah, my but... my band only rents because we realized very early on there was more financial uh, reason to just keep renting the vans. But we would be very happy to split a van with you, and uh, and go on tour because you know the reality is like my band is in, as indebted to you as every other band that plays this kind of music. You know, as you say, like you predate the TMT show. You know, like you, you with you, our own TNT show. Yeah, yeah. you you you're there first. You know, like you know, like you're there before these other people that are not even credited as being there first. So, you know, we'd be honored to one day take you on tour in our van and, uh, you know, set up your gear for you and do all the stuff that bands should be doing for you guys. Maybe play a little string synthesizer on the side too for yeah. some of the moments. Yeah, exactly. You'll find, find anywhere you need me, you know, anywhere you need me because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the debt we owe you for all this stuff you know, mm-hmm. yeah like i'm just glad that this this record's coming out and so finally there's going to be hopefully a little more uh um credit given to the legend yeah. oh i appreciate those kind words yeah because we've had a lot of harsh words leveled at us over the years and not a lot of kind words let's face it not a lot of kind words only only harsh and harmful and hateful words well it it begs the question why why now you know like why why is this the point for the max creeps comeback you know like you there's so many other points in history where it makes sense for a max creeps to reemerge. but why is it why would you choose to wait till now can i I take this please oh we've been planning to do this for years Planning, I say, if we could have just gotten this uh, issue of our gas bill, shared gas bill, for $226. Split in half. He said my half was $200 and that his half was $26. I went to some friends just to see what half was. They said they didn't think that was half. So that was what about 1983? Where are we at now? It's, it's, uh, we were in a, we were in other lawsuits for hundreds of dollars in royalties, which would have taken care of this gas bill, BTW. However, we were in our own lawsuit over this damn gas bill. Now, I don't want to be all negative. We have finally figured out our gas bill. We've rectified the situation. We got two hours of studio time. We went in and blessed. Oh, I've been muted. Uh, 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 Go ahead. You were muted? I muted you. Uh, Somebody muted me, not me. I'm just trying to put my side of the story forward, and I know I'm not getting through. So... Well, and now, now here's this place you're both going to get your time. So please go ahead. What, what, Max? What's your side of the story? Uh, oh, the same. Okay, good. Okay, well then, I'm glad you're both on the same page finally. Because I don't speak just for myself. I could be talking about Tony Molina or Danko Jones. Like, there's a whole 
range of people that have found influence from you guys and uh, owes so much to us he does he admits it though he admits it he'll he, he's the first guy to say the max creeps are danko jones before danko jones Absolutely. and what a uh, tony molina you know he's 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 got a he's a talented fella a, a very he's a genius i think he's is i think in all his bands he he but he's also another one who knows his music history and will pay respects to the max creeps when whenever it's brought up you know he and i've spent many times on tour talking about you guys over the years and and i remember turning him on to you guys after reading about it in some obscure zine back in the day first time meeting him and stuff so yeah max creeps really kind of bring bring us all together i think in punk ah oh happier words to my mind have never been a spoken i i saw i went and saw doa play hardcore 81 10 days ago i get there oh joey shedhead would like to see you pc yeah it's about time we're doing hardcore 81 he goes you know we got this from your gig in 75 the hardcore 75 uh, we were showing some porn so that's, as well as that's where it show. really starts. It we doesn't start with hardcore one. It really hardcore. starts with hardcore 75. But, uh, you see where hardcore came from? Wow. 75. Yeah. Yeah. That was us. Yeah. That finally was... said it. Like you said, your Dank Joneses, you you know, you're, you're giving well, us a little credit. You know what? I'm glad. Shithead, finally, I'm glad it's all coming know, out now in the watch. You know, I so, saw okay. a lot of, because I want to play a couple for you tonight, PC. I uh, I pulled a little. I got I had a little uh, little pull. Well, I'm I'm glad. The, uh, uh, show. I'm glad that he paid it forward, and and you know, even though you couldn't pogo, yeah. I'm I'm glad that he, you know, is acknowledging the influence on them. Like one of the most under heralded influential bands in Canadian music history. Uh, you know, like I, I really do feel like all of these bands are going to be hopefully be brought up to more attention at some point. <laughs> yes. Hey, got to know who your enemy is. The hey, enemy. Hey, here's a question for you, PC. What did you, what did you do after, uh, after that show? Did you go up well, to, uh, did you go have, did you go up to Ben Frank's? No, I had a pulled hammy, like I said. Oh, so you went to Denny's. You went to Denny's and had moons over my hammy. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. gentlemen, this has been yeah, incredible to get to speak to you. And anytime you guys want to come back on the show and talk about okay. any of this stuff, because we still haven't talked about what you guys got up to in the 90s. But um, next time, we'll get to that. And, and once again, I'm very happy that you're going to get the credit you deserve now. Oh yeah, and and you know if there's one thing that one takeaway from this uh, time that we've had together is if anything we did can unite a musical scene, we found over the last forty some years that it's better to be united because it can help us in our. Our, our goal to 
burn it down. Yeah! Yeah! Burn it down! Burn it down! We need everybody together in order to burn it down. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.